Welcome to the All Souls Parish in Berkeley's Sermon Podcast. This week, we hear from the Reverend Danny Gabriel as they preach from the lectionary, which was John chapter 6, 24 to 35. As always, you can find more sermons and information about All Souls at allsoulsparish.org. We hope to see you around sometime. that the people who remained on the day after the great miracle are the ones who hear this message, the ones who follow and search and don't give up. And then Jesus makes this proclamation, whoever comes to me will never be hungry and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. He suggests it seems that to follow him is to be excused from suffering. To be faithful is to be saved from pain. To know Jesus is to know abundance and peace, always. And I want to scream at Jesus, you liar. You liar, look at the faithful who have followed you to their deaths throughout the generations. You liar, look at the poor who know you well but thirst and starve every day. You liar, look at me and my suffering. Haven't I believed? Haven't I followed you? Haven't I followed and searched and not given up? Why does this message seem like such a terrible lie to me? I wrote a poem my first day after being diagnosed with cancer that answers that question. First day with cancer. The woman with the pray more, worry less bumper sticker was almost my undoing. Instead, I listened to the teenagers in the back seat singing along to pop they'd usually be way too cool for and praying the only prayer I've got right now. Please, God, I just can't die in the middle of all this living. I was crying and driving behind this person with a bumper sticker that said, worry less, pray more, and I felt instantly enraged. Don't I pray? Aren't I devout? And there I was with this huge, inescapable worry that my faith in Jesus couldn't make a dent in. And this person's bumper sticker seemed to suggest that I simply was not trying hard enough. Pray more. I felt shamed, as though my faith must not be good enough, or strong enough, or true enough. My suffering was clearly the result of my failure to pray often enough or hard enough or in the right way. This passage on the surface seems to say the same thing. Those who have arrived in Jesus' presence will flourish. Those of us who are struggling are clearly not getting the message or steering our boats to the right shore, or something. But when I can get past that, 
I find something really valuable under the surface. Over time, over several months, I have come back to the Jesus I have known throughout my life who loves fiercely, challenges assumptions, and always, always has my back. That's the Jesus we meet today if we can hear past our own hurts. If we can refrain from screaming or giving up or turning the boat around and going home. Jesus says, Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Over these past few months dealing with cancer, I have never been alone. My family was with me. This community was with me. But even in those moments when I had to go into surgery alone or found myself awake in the middle of the night, terrified, Jesus haunted me. His words and his presence were never inaccessible. I might turn away in anger, but that water and that food were always offered. Communion became something way beyond the bread and wine at church, and this passage became something different, something I could hear Jesus' voice in. I could hear that whoever comes to Jesus will never be hungry for love or compassion, will never be thirsty for companionship or communion with the Spirit. No matter how I suffer, I am never abandoned, and I can always reach out to Jesus in prayer. And if my prayer is simply a string of expletives flung at the heavens, it will still be received. I do not have to pray harder. I can face what comes my way knowing that Jesus' love is infinite and that my suffering is not a failure of faith, but my turning to Jesus even within it is a triumph of faith. This speech of Jesus was after the miracle, after the great spectacle, it was after walking on water. This is a message about what comes after. After we have those great moments of connection, beautiful rituals in church, epic experiences we want to write about and talk about, what comes after you post that glowing photo on Instagram? This is a message for those so-called dark nights of the soul for cancer patients, for all of us who wonder at three in the morning how we could have ended up in such a disaster. Jesus said, very truly I tell you, you are looking for me not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For it is on him that God the Father has set his seal. This is tough to understand. Is Jesus invalidating his miracle? What gives? What is food that doesn't perish? You'll find it, at least I find it, in the middle of the most brutal pain. 
This promise of the food that endures for eternal life does not remove suffering or remove fear or make life easy, but it does bring meaning and witness and ultimately hope. Amen. Thank you.